Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Clutch Picks Against the Spread. Before we get into it this week, obviously, you know, as we do a recap of last week, I got fucking smoked on my lock. The vibes were not there. I was all over Justin Jefferson uh, <laughs> with the Vikings minus three, three and a half. I don't even know what the fuck. Yeah, it, was it doesn't even matter but, what it was. Oh, oh, it, was plus, it was plus three and a half. Doesn't fucking matter. But more importantly than that, I had a six leg anytime touchdown score parlaying. $40 to win 1600 bucks. I hit the first five. All I needed was that stupid fuck Justin Jefferson to get a touchdown. Obviously, that didn't happen. I'm upset. I'm still upset. Horrible fucking week. I, I basically lost everything I made over Christmas. Not everything. I lost probably about 60% of my profit from Christmas. So still in the green there. We're still going. We had a nice little soccer play in this morning that hit. Uh, other than that, though, I am, I, I'm on the fence, gentlemen. You know, I thought about jumping today. But hopefully we can write the ship and get back to what we need to do this week. Jockey, what about you? That, that's so fucked up. That's, that's so fucked up. No, I actually had a nice weekend. I've been doing well. It's like I've been wearing this life vest floating down the river, just trying to get to the playoffs. And I'm doing all right. No zeros in the bank account yet. Bert, what about yourself? Yeah, although my over did hit. The fucking Packers almost hit it themselves, which I'm just embarrassed to say. Yeah, that was an ugly Vikings game for you. I'm sorry about that, JJ. You would have yeah. thought JJ have all those people you had on there was probably the top, the number one or second most sure thing. So yeah. hate to see that for your bud. But um, yeah, we're going into the final week of NFL. Obviously, shit, it's right. going. It's, it's a little sad right now, but um, hopefully things get better in the NFL world and they end the final week with the bank. That's right. So. I know you guys were really excited when we first came out with our Frank the Tank episode. I've got some big news. He's back with us. Again, we wanted to get his input on the Dolphins in their nearly historical could-be implosion. So we're very excited to have Frank on. So what we're going to do is we're going to put Frank right after this, get right into our locks of the week. We had Jason, our, our good buddy Jason, who was on the show before, came back on for us. And talk to Frank a little bit. We got his lock of the week. As you can tell, Nico is not with us again this week. Uh, so we had Jason come in, give his lock of the week. Other than that, normal stuff. We're not going to really break down too much because, again, we wanted to stick with Frank. So that being said, Frank the Tank. It's a pleasure to have you. Thanks for coming back onto the show. Hey, how's it going? One thing I want to say is I know we talked about it last time. I'll jump in on the Devils. Devils are still looking good. Young team, still playing hot. <laughs> they haven't played well in December. Yeah, I know. But you got a, what was it, your 14, 14 game win streak you had there going on in November for a Yeah, but bit. it's all been a race. Like, yeah. like, uh, like the Dolphins being erased. You went on to say on Twitter that you believe that the Devils will not make the playoffs. They won't. I, I don't know about that. I think they got a good chance. I, I just, you know, they are a young team. They're going to go through ebbs and flows. They might be playing in the toughest division in the NHL. There's, I mean, that's 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 probably the biggest issue. There, there, there's signs of improvement, but Andre Pilat, uh, God only knows when he'll be back. Uh, goaltending hasn't played well. John Marino's now out, and uh, we're relying on too much on Eric Howla, who sucks. I mean, I'm a Pens fan. Jock's a Pens fan. So we know we, we respect the Met. I mean, the Met has always consistently since we've been, you know, able to even pay attention to hockey, consistently been one of the, the best leagues or, or the best divisions in the league. So um, I totally understand that. 
Now, Frank, listen, I'm a big fan of yours. I follow just about every move you make. I don't want to make make it sound creepy, but I think you're the one funny fucking dude. And, you know, I appreciate all you do for the sports world. But I must say, I do keep tabs. I do keep tabs on what you say. You went on to say, uh, for everybody listening, Dolphins are in uh, a must-win situation coming up this Sunday. Uh, And Frank went on to tweet. I'm just going to use some of your words here. You have zero faith in head coach Mike McDaniel, zero faith in Tua staying healthy, zero faith faith in Chris Greyer, zero faith in the Dolphins, zero faith in anything, and zero faith in 2023, and you're marking it as the worst year already. Yep. Do, do you still stand by those words? Yes. I have zero faith in anything under the Dolphins, and the Dolphins are so bad they're going to take down the Mets. Even if the wow. Dolphins win on Sunday, <laughs> if the Dolphins were to win on Sunday, does it improve the overall standard of the year? They're not going to win on Sunday. Of their there is no four. chance. They got Skylack Thompson pit lane. Skylack Thompson. I read an article the other day that named you the sports media person of the year. So one, congrats on that. I think that's Where a massive that story. I didn't see. You. I didn't see, actually see this one. I'll send it to you on Twitter. There, I'll send it. It was uh, one one of the guys I follow on Twitter wrote it, and and he was spot on. But that being said, one thing that I got a kick out of was your comparison to the throwback jerseys and how the throwback jerseys and Brian Flores being fired. So if you can just touch on that, I would love to get your point of view there. Well, Brian Flores was a real football coach. He actually. Wanted toughness. He wanted uh, strength. He wanted he wanted accountability. Uh, Mike McDaniel, you know, he sort of wants to win. Uh, he kind of looks like the guy who was trying to kill Baby Yoda. Uh, he looks like the type <laughs> of guy that uh, that's got like uh, uh, the, the, a, a Bernie Bro bumper sticker. Uh, he looks like the type of guy that uh, uh, that drives around in a Prius, thinking he's smarter and better than you because. Uh, it's good for the environment. Uh, he uh, thinks he likes the, the new Dolphin logo, the one which is kind of just like laying limp. Uh, I call him Feeble, uh, Feeble Flaccid Finley. Um, and he doesn't like the old logo because the old logo looks too aggressive. Holy fuck, Frank. Listen, you, I got to use another one of your quotes. You have accused the Dolphins of the worst collapse in NFL history. I and on Sunday... I can't think of a worse collapse. Eight and three. I mean, you're you're kind of right. That, that's eight and three to no playoffs. The I, I can't think of a worse collapse. How do you feel about now? Again, I know we talked about it earlier. The handling of the the first two a situation. What about the second one? I, I'm kind of reluctant on the second one because I I didn't really see anything there, so I don't know how a spotter did. The the fact that he got a concussion on the play, he got a concussion on. Yeah, uh, tells me that he that two is too brittle to play in the NFL, and that the Dolphins have too poor of offensive line. The offensive line has always been terrible. I, I mean, we got Liam Eichenberg who couldn't block a ninety-five uh, year old woman uh, with a fucking uh, walker. From, uh, <laughs> I've actually seen revolving doors that block better than half the Dolphins' offensive line. Yeah, I think the offensive line has improved this year, but I think Tua's problem is he holds the ball too fucking long. He broke his hip because he held the ball too long. He got a concussion versus Cincinnati because he held the ball too long. And he got a concussion against the Packers because he's holding the ball too fucking long. It's like four and a half, five seconds. You know, you got to get rid of the ball. He's 
He's not Josh Allen or these big guys. He's just got to get rid of the ball. I and agree, uh, like Teddy Bridgewater doesn't help because he's as soft as butter. He's got a uh, yeah. He's got a uh, uh, paper cut on his pinky and he can't play. That leaves us with Skylack <laughs> Thompson, yep. who throws the ball like I've seen people throw uh, beach balls with more force. Yeah, he's like a, he's like a 1990s PC trying to run Call of Duty Warzone, trying to read a defense. Skylack Thompson, he's terrible. And, and, and we, we've got a cheetah, we got a penguin. Now we also have added uh, Mike Glennon, the giraffe. Um, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Mike Glennon has lost his last 17 games he's played in the NFL. His career record as a quarterback is four and thirty-three. He's one of the worst quarterbacks in the history of the NFL with his goddamn uh, ET-looking fucking neck. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Mike Lennon's Mike Lennon's shoulders are here. His neck is. Looks <laughs> like fucking Jar Jar goddamn fucking Binks. Misa play quarterback. Misa throw interception. Yeah, his neck is like nine feet long. I mean, like Mike Lennon's height is uh, listed as six four. <laughs> but his neck, his his. Uh, <laughs> His shoulder, uh, uh, from shoulder to feet, he's five uh, feet. But from uh, <laughs> it's two feet long. Frank, um, listen, I, I'm a Colts fan, so I also want to say thank you because through all my misery this season, it has been nice uh, to go hand in hand. And no, I'm not the only one suffering watching my favorite team play football. Uh, do you have any hope for the future, or what are you looking for out of this draft? Uh, well, we don't have any draft picks, and we're uh, fifty million over the cap, so uh, nope. Your GM just fucked you. And his job is hey, the, the coach, the owner says Chris Greer forevermore. Yeah, he's, Chris he's Greer's such focused. the answer. Hocus pocus looking ass. Chris Greer has, is 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 dumb as the day is fucking long. Frank, they're gonna have money. They're gonna get rid of a bunch of guys who have money. They'll be fine. Frank, let me ask you one question. So you have Skylack Thompson, as you like to call him, Skylack Thompson, controlling your season. Let's say the Mets were in game 162 and Darren Ruff that steps up to the plate with the season on the line. Are you taking Skylack Thompson to carry them to the playoffs? Or are you taking there's Darren no Ruff? There's no hope. Darren, and Darren Ruff says, Darren Ruff comes up, his song – He's, he's, somebody comes up to the plate and goes, losing makes you lose control, lose control, lose control, losing a ton, losing a ton. I love to lose. One thing I, I saw, too, I know um, you were on the Barstool Watch Party on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I saw you and uh, Mr. Che get into a little bit there. Uh, no bad blood there? Everything all good? All settled? Everything's fine. And I'm tired of the Dolphins allowing uh, third down conversions. They are the worst team on third down defense. Well, Mike McDaniel says Mike McDaniel says that yeah, sacking, uh, trying to sack a quarterback is is too aggressive. He doesn't like it. I think if we end up losing Sunday here, you gotta readdress everything, including the head coaching spot. First, the first person who has to go is Chris Greer. He aid if if you if you fire Mike McDaniel and Chris Greer gets a fifth coach, you gotta under, seriously under. Uh, I don't I don't think McDaniel's gonna go, but you know if you. Take away the injuries. This is like this. This team was built very well by Chris Greer. Uh, in all seriousness, no, 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 no. The offensive line sucks. The secondary sucks. 
Right, right. The secondary sucks because they lost everybody. Yeah, well, they had their what's, the excuse, what's the excuse for the offensive line? The offensive line, the, the, for drafting Liam Eichenberg, for drafting you, Charles Harris. You think Harris the offensive line is that bad? Yes. I don't think the offensive line is that 30 bad. Ranked, 31st ranked offensive line in the NFL. It, it's it's much better than last year. It It's capable of winning. No, it's not. Liam Eichenberg. He's been out for the past six weeks. And he played last week, and he just – the Dolphins' offensive line is terrible. Terrible. It's been terrible for a long time, and it's not gotten any better. Will the Texans make the playoffs before the Dolphins do? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Chris Greer, that is, that is a punch in the face to Chris Greer. I don't, I don't know. And I, high praise for high, high praise for Bryce Young for that one. Frank, I know you said you only had a little bit of time here, so – before we go, I would like Super Bowl matchup prediction. So I want AFC, NFC winners, and I would like a Super Bowl prediction if you can do that. Maybe, maybe a little. Uh, it's going to be painful. Too. It's going to suck. It's going to be uh, Cowboys, uh, uh, probably uh, Patriots. Just yes, everything is hell and misery, and the wow. Cowboys. Patriots. Okay. Wow, the Cowboys. The Cowboys winning a Super Bowl. Unbelievable, Frank. Well, when everything I love that from you. Sucks. When everything sucks, it sucks. So, with that, I have to ask you: Will the Mets make the playoffs? Um, no, the Carlos Correa is going to fall apart, and it's going to suck. Everything always sucks. I can understand the misery you're coming from again as a Colts fan. So, I, I won't. I won't be too hard on you. I know how painful it is, especially this year. We have an excuse. Our head coach has never coached before, so. I don't feel as bad as bad for you guys, but Frank, thank you very much again for coming on. We really appreciate it. I, you know, you were on our show before. We are so excited to have you on and congrats on a great year for, for your career. And, you know, we love the things you're doing. So just high praise from all of us. All right. Thanks. Thanks. And thank uh, you very much. Uh, we'll see what the Mets do this year. Yeah. Maybe we'll get you back on for baseball season. We'll see. All right, talk to you later. Right, thank you very much. All right, see you, Frank. Fuck Darren Ruff. <laughs> now it is time for our locks of the week. All right, guys. So we finally stopped laughing from our another encounter with Frank the Tank here. Going to get into our locks of the week. I know we don't have Nico, uh, but one thing is okay. We are back with our good buddy Jason. I know everybody knows Jason. So Jason is going to take Nico's lock for this week, and it's ironic because they were exactly the same thing. Right now we have the New York Jets minus one at Miami. Wow, over-under is only at 38.5. Jay, as I said, Jets minus one, basically a pick em. I think you could get Miami even money plus a hundred on the money line. Jay, walk us through what you're thinking. I'm just dying on the hill with the team. You know, I'm just sticking my neck on the line with them. If they win, you know, great, terrific. Um, it's the only game I really am worried about this weekend. So that's my best bet for this week. I can give a fuck about any other game this weekend. Miami has to win. If not, the whole entire organization is probably going to get torn down again. And the Jets are just a bad football team. They're supposed to be three years ahead of them in the rebuild stage, and you can't get swept by the Jets, especially at home with the playoffs on the line. And getting Miami, I think, plus 100 
I think it's just the right bet, what, no matter who's playing quarterback. I'm going to agree with you here. I think although the Jets do have a solid defense, this is an at-home win and in. Like you said, um, there's just too much at stake here to lose this game. I don't give a fuck. It, like you said, it does not fucking matter what happens. This is this game is everything for this season, obviously, and, and maybe even for the next. So I, I couldn't agree more here. You know, we it's great to have you this back. Team, on since the this first team couple can't weeks, go so. down. Can't go down in history with the '93 team that started '92. Nine and two and missed the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I think you just can't have, you know, another one of those. That'd be fucking pathetic. Yeah, I, I would agree. And I'm gonna I'm gonna ride you here. I think poor Nico. I know I'm kinda in the same boot uh, same boat as Nico. We're both struggling recently and, and both of our teams are not playing good football. So this one I, I gotta ride with you guys with. I think if we go down, we're all go, going down together. I need some support. Pert knows I'm all about the vibes. I need some support here, and I, I'm going to ride with you guys here. It's going to be fucking 80 degrees, too, in January. The oh, Jets here we are go. Not, the it's Jets the sun aren't ready for that. The sun's the being Jets, down. The Jets aren't ready for that, man. Seriously. Fucking all the way in New Jersey. Yeah. They're not They're not ready for 80-degree heat and humidity. Miami has every reason to win, and here's why I think it's going to happen. They're going to win pretty convincingly, and the Patriots are going to beat the Bills and they're going to miss the playoffs. It's just going to be a, a that's so Dolphins moment. It's just humiliating to be a fan of this team after such an exciting start. I wouldn't expect anything less than it to just finally implode and explode once and for all. Yeah, I'm not betting on the fucking Dolphins. You're out of your fucking skull. <laughs> after what Frank just said, no fucking way. Hey, I'm, I can't. I, I'm not touching the game. Dolphins... Dude, Frank's my guy. I'm not going against Frank. Frank says they fucking suck. He comes on the pod to tell us about how bad they suck. Well, I'm going to bet against him. Absolutely fucking not. Can't do that. All right, Jock. So Jason just logged off, so it's just us three again. Back to you, Jockey. We have Detroit at Green Bay. I love this pick. I know your girlfriend, Kaylin, kind of had a part in this pick. Over under (laughs) set at 49. Spread right now, Green Bay is minus four and a half. Jockey, why don't you break us down for us? Yeah, uh, like you said, my girlfriend picked this play. Um, it, the deciding factor was if Green Bay wore the cheese hats, I said yes. She enjoyed the cheese hats, and sometimes she, she smells a little bit like cheese. Come on. So everything was pointing me in the right direction uh, with Green Bay here. So I just had to take it. You know, the stars align, and Green Bay, I feel like Green Bay is that team – Going into the playoffs, if they win, which my pick is Green Bay minus four and a half, um, so obviously expect them to win. I feel like this team could be dangerous in the playoffs, really, really dangerous. I honestly see them playing for an NFC championship. Ask me week two, I wouldn't say that. Ask me right now, they're a dangerous team. This is this is a disrespectful line. Uh, Detroit's not ready to go to a playoff game. They don't deserve to be in the playoffs. They haven't done enough yet. Uh, maybe next year or two years from now, but Aaron Rodgers, how do you not bet on him here? Yeah, this will be this will be an interesting game. Obviously, a lot for Detroit depends on Seattle, uh, the game before. Um, but I think no matter what, win or lose, if they know they're going in, I think no matter what, they're going to be uh, coming out firing. Who wouldn't want to take Green Bay down and uh, see Rodgers not going to the playoffs? But the issue is that's just, it's going to be a hard task. Obviously, just history, history showing itself. Green Bay's been there before. Detroit has never 
been here before. Honestly, they should just be happy that they're in this position. But that being said, it's fucking Detroit, baby. And Detroit's going to win this game. Fuck Rodgers. Fuck the Packers. I don't think anyone thinks Detroit could do this. But I think Dan Campbell, the way they've been playing, they're, they're fucking hot the past fucking two months. And I don't know. I think this is going to be the year they surprise everyone. It all depends on Goff, and that's that is a lot. That is that's a lot I'm asking for. But I don't know. Their offense has been firing cylinders. I just want to see Rogers go down and fucking cry. And I'd love to see his fucking last steps in Green Bay being going down to fucking Detroit. You know how embarrassing that is. His last fucking snap playing against Detroit potentially. Give me okay. that. That would day. be bad. That would be bad. But <laughs> let, let Green me, Bay. Before everybody runs to their books and hammers the Detroit Lions, I need to let you know that obviously, again, do not forget that Burt is a Vikings fan. Okay. The Green Bay just almost 50 piece the fucking Vikings. Okay? That they did. Keep this, keep this in mind when you are making a play on this game. Jockey, I'm with you. Aaron Rodgers, when they were what, three and seven or something, said, We are not dead yet. And guess what? The motherfucker was right. I don't care what you say. He's a fantastic quarterback. It just needed some time to figure out what the young guns he had on his side. Jock, I'm Ryan here. I think Green Bay wins by a touchdown. Good pick. You see that motherfucker playing that air guitar after he scored? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, <laughs> he's electric right now. Like, how do you not? They pay him too much fucking money. He's in there fucking playing air guitar like a jackass. He's strumming by his chin. Dude, he's all around it. He's scoring. But this game's going to be over. This game's going over by two touchdowns, and they're going to beat the piss out of Detroit. One thing, I yeah, good thing you said that. I kind of overs forty nine. I, I it's like high, that it's, a it's a high but one. But yeah, but Detroit. Like Detroit it. loves putting up points. Yeah, and that the only thing about that four and a half, I could being it being a prime time game, one that really matters. I think the thing that goes in the favors is that four and a half, since yeah. I think it could be a field goal game. But if, if Goff Goff to throw a pick, if that's anything below minus one forty. Hey, I'm looking at the stats right now. Rodgers has more fucking picks in the year than I'd like Rodgers. Rodgers to throw. Yeah, but that early in the season, he had nobody to throw to. Goff in big moments. Come on. Goff with the game on the line. You know he's throwing a pick there. (laughs) All right, Pert. You are up next. I do have to say you now have sole possession of the best record for locks of the week in season two of Clutch Picks. Uh, I like to hear. Records real quick. Bert, you are six and four. I am eight and eight. Nico is seven, eight and two. Jock, you are eight and nine. So coming back up, great pick last week with the Giants minus six. Jesus Christ, we were Easy. all all over that. Couldn't take that as I'm a Colts fan. But that being said, Bert, you are up here again. Sole possession for the record right now. We have the Los Angeles Chargers at the Denver Broncos right now. Ooh, Denver hold is on, minus. Hold on. I, I may be changing it. So I was wondering Ooh. why it moved from minus three to plus two oh my, and a half. We, may, we might have. <laughs> we might have a fumble on the play here. I'm going to let this run here. Yeah, no, it's Cesario. So my thinking, I was wondering why since about five hours ago it was minus charges were minus three. And now they moved to plus two and a half and almost plus three on some books. And I'm reading that if Lamar Jackson, he didn't practice again Wednesday. If the Bengals beat the Ravens at one on Sunday, the Chargers will be locked into the number five seed before their game even starts. So look at the deep dive here from Burton. Yeah, geez. With that being said, I oh, might Lord. be flipping on the other side to Denver minus two and a half. 
Because, I don't know, Denver, especially the past two weeks, ever since they fired Nathaniel Hackett, they it's still Denver, but they've been shown some life. And the only agree. reason why I was going to be against them in this play, because before I knew that information, the Chargers did have something to play for. If they won the game, um, they're going to play Jacksonville or Tennessee. And who doesn't want to play that fucking shit division instead of either an a, one of the top wildcard teams and fuck shit. Sign me up for Tennessee right now, Malik Willis. He's fucking booty. He shouldn't be an NFL QB. <laughs> but with all this in mind, I'm fucking moving now to Denver minus two and a half. If that's even possible. I don't even know if it's possible in action. But for the show, I'm moving to Denver minus two and a half. Just because fucking Ross is finally cooking. It's the end of the year. They're going out with a bang. I saw it for next year. He's already top odds for comeback player of the year. So he's going to show right now. Why he is that guy. Russ I love is this. cooking, baby. I love this. Never before have we had a live flop on the show. <laughs> uh, it's funny because five minutes ago I told you I loved your Chargers pick. <laughs> so oh, man. I, I was wondering myself. I was like, damn, I was like, Chargers have something to play for. And why the hell would they be plus three? But, I mean, if the Bengals, I don't know how the Bengals won't be the Ravens. Correct. Since yeah. the Bengals still have to play, I think, for the top seed, I assume so. I guess they'll probably fucking smoke Baltimore and Chargers are going to be smoking on somebody's pack just sitting on the bench. Now I love this. After you did all your research <laughs> and showed me the Excel sheets and <laughs> dotted your T's and cro- or Jesus Christ, crossed your T's and dotted your eyes, I'm going to be on Denver here too. I agree. I think Denver's been playing some pretty good football the past three weeks since they played the Chiefs there, and mm-hmm. I thought they were going to put up maybe 13. Even last points. week against the Chiefs. They honestly should be 2-0 oh, yeah. versus the Chiefs this week against yeah. this year. So I, I'm, I like this, and I'm not going to think about it too much. You've been obviously, you know, one of the hottest members of our cast here with your locks, uh, which is rough because not not with not, looks. Yeah, I think, yeah. Don't yeah. say oh, that. No, don't say hot. No locks, locks, <laughs> locks, locks. You know, I, I got to go with you here. I mean, I've been in a slump, and hopefully, I can ride your coattails out of it. So fuck, it's so hard for me to bet on Denver just because they're so bad. One, they're so bad on third down. It's like their drives just always stop. And it's so fucking frustrating to watch. Fuck it, I guess. Pernal just played ping pong with my brain. Um, (laughs) I mean, if Chargers play play everyone, obviously. I mean, especially if Bengals lose and Chargers need to play, I think Chargers win. Because Herbert himself, I think, would probably beat up these fuckers. But if it's going to be fucking Russ Wilson versus Chase Daniels, like, come on. Chargers will have nothing to play for. They'll be playing Joshua Kelly, all those fucking bums. I don't know. Yeah. Just based on Josh Kelly, you fucking bum. <laughs> yeah, he's in the NFL. I'm not. He's a bum. <laughs> but um, <laughs> nah. I, I just think Broncos. They got fucking embarrassed on national TV. So might as well fucking fuck end fuck the season it. on just a little bank. They already on yeah. the ponies. That's what I mean. It's it's that kind of Sunday where. Honestly, the best thing to fucking bet is just player incentives. Whoever needs to get whatever yeah. amount of yards, yeah. oh. receptions. So that's oh, honestly yeah, that's probably fun, that's man. yeah. That's if you're fucking betting money this week, that's why I'd be throwing money on. But um, if you're looking for games, yeah, it's going to be hard to pick some. But yeah, best play I think this week. Whoever needs to make money, that's who we're making money with. I like that a lot. That's really good. Okay, so I'm up last. Kind of a controversial pick because. They are not necessarily in control of their own destiny. A lot of things, not a lot, some crazy scenario 
not even crazy. They need fucking Lions to beat the Packers. I'm going with talking about Seattle. Yeah, let me read you the lines here. I got Los Angeles Rams at Seattle right now. Seattle's minus six and a half. Over unders at forty one and a half. I'm taking Seattle minus six and a half. I already put it in Action Network. If I could change it, I would probably take the over forty one and a half in this game. I did not realize that the total was only forty points. Geno Smith, one player prop to look out for. Geno Smith over one and a half passing touchdowns. It has been one of the higher value quarterback passing props this year. And he is 13 and four. Uh, I think he's, he's only missed it four games. Hit it last week, hit it last week against a phenomenal defense. I like Seattle here. I think they know they, well, obviously they need to win to even look at any shot. Potentially. Yeah. Get into playoffs. So this is a must win scenario for Seattle. Uh, I'm taking Seattle. I'm taking the over 41 and a half and I'm taking Geno Smith over one and a half passing touchdowns. You could get that close to even money. Yeah, I think this is a solid play. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this line ends up at minus seven. I did see that Stafford may be coming back, but honestly, that might be a good thing for Seattle. The dude hasn't played in forever. Yeah. And Rams, also, they haven't looked the worst with Baker. Obviously, I mean, against the Chargers, they got kind of spanked. But um, that Broncos game, he looked pretty good. The Packers game, he looked decent. He put up 51 against the Broncos. What do you mean yeah, pretty good? Is, yeah, I mean, this is going to be... It's gonna be a good game, I think. This will be a good. Uh, yeah. Honestly, plus, uh, I. This is. The, I'm not definitely. I'm definitely not touching it. Um. Obviously, the Seahawks have the most uh, to play for in this game. So, obviously, they want to win. Rams have nothing to play for. They don't even have a first. Honestly, that's scary though. They don't even have a first round pick. So that means fuck it. They're going to be sending everyone out. Yeah. Trying to yeah. end the season on a bang too. So. This would be a good game. I think, yeah, that oh, I think that over 41 is pretty low, uh, especially two offenses yeah. that have been clicking the past couple of weeks. So, um, I'm taking yeah, the over for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely taking the over. And I mean, hopefully Seattle wins. Gino, that's a great story. Um, fuck the fuck both. Uh, I'd love to see the Seahawks make it in over both the Lions and, uh, the Packers. But, uh, hey, go Gino. You want to know why I like this play? Tell me, Jack. Packers, the Packers and the Lions play at 825. And the Seahawks play at 425. So, you know, if you were the late game, if this were vice versa and the Seahawks were the late game watching the Packers play the Lions, and, you know, they're see, they're watching the Packers beat the fuck out of the Lions, there's a fucking dog on the screen. <laughs> he's, loving, <laughs> he's loving the picks. Mac, he came over. He Came well, over, listen, tell me. He loves the, the Seahawks, Seahawks. The Seahawks have a blind eye in this, meaning they don't have to watch the pack. If the Packers win before their game, their season's over. They have nothing to play for. They could go out and roll a donut. They have they won't know until later later that night. They have to go out there, play like their hair's on fire, like their season's Absolutely. on the line. Yep. It, it it's it's a great spot. Listen, Pete Carroll took a lot of shit and he's in a position to put his team in the playoffs. I mean, everybody thought haters. this team sucked. Everybody thought this team went went to shit when they got rid of Russell. You know, they're 8-8 eight and eight with a chance to play in the playoffs. So uh, props to him. But I love the play. I love the play. It's a motivated team, uh, you know, looking to extend their season. At home, trying to get in the playoffs. Yeah. Not more you could ask for. Absolutely. All right. Now, don't think I forgot, Jockey. It was the inaugural Chucky T's. Minute last week, and he went five and two, which is absurd. Because on the last <laughs> two weeks, 
<laughs> I'm tremendous. Yeah, but then what did the kids say? Him, when you give him one fucking minute, all of a sudden he turns in 78% gambling. I think the kids say, I am him. Shut I'm the fuck him. up. <laughs> all right, Jockey, I got 60 seconds up on the, on the phone. Right. Okay. Oh, Tampa at Atlanta. Uh, nothing to play for for Tampa. I got Atlanta to cover in this one. Um, New England, Buffalo. I got to take Buffalo at home. Minnesota, Chicago. Justin Fields up in the air. Yeah, I like the over in that one. Baltimore, Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati, not sure what they have to play for. Baltimore should get rolled. I take Cincinnati. Colts, Houston. I'm taking Colts huge in this one. Houston's going to die on this hill. They're getting the first pick. Miami, Miami Jets. I'm taking the Jets by a fucking landslide. Carolina, New Orleans. I got the over. Carolina's playing too well right now on offense. Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Fuck, it's probably going to be cold. I got the under in this one. Denver, Los Angeles just went over it. Go by the book. Oh, Gerald Everett over receptions five. He needs five for to make like make some money fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, uh, Eagles are going to win by a landslide. Arizona, San Fran, San Fran by a fuck ton. Seattle went over it. Uh, Dallas, and you're Washington. Done. You're done. Shut the fuck and up. And we you're already done. went over Dallas, Washington. Frank said Dallas is going to the fucking Super Bowl. So, ooh, yeah, Washington it. riding with their rookie quarterback because uh, fucking Ron Rivera didn't know Sam Howell. That. Bert, did yeah, you see that that, that tweet I sent in the group chat? They, what was it? One of the press reporters asked Rivera after the game. They said, "Now that you're eliminated out of playoffs, are you going to start the rookie?" He's like, "Oh, is that huh? Yeah, that's if that guy's not. If that guy's not, I honestly thought he was going to be fired mid year. I, I even said it on the podcast. I think he was going to get fired mid year. But yeah, that's that's a clown organization for a clown answer. All right. Well, another great week. You know, we're very happy to have Frank back on. Hopefully, yep. we might have a show get him back on for baseball season uh, to watch the Mets implode as well. Jockey, why don't you take us out? I just want to say this. Uh, all of us are thinking about DeMar Hamlin and his family. And we like to joke about, you know, football. And, and I know we say a lot of shit for entertainment purposes, but uh, what happened uh, with DeMar Hamlin and, and the Bills and Bills Mafia, uh, our prayers and thoughts are with you guys and hoping for a recovery for DeMar. Um, so just wanted to clear the air there. Everybody's in the gambling world and all over the world um, behind you. Everyone's playing for the guy. It's a shitty situation. uh, Yeah. With that being said, we're looking to wrap up the NFL season here on a high note. Thankful for uh, Frank hopping on with us. Now he's always a blast and, and can't wait to carry this into the playoffs. Don't forget, follow us on action network, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at clutch underscore picks one. Thank you very much. Talk to you for wildcard week. Peace. The Clutch Picks crew is not to be held responsible or liable for a loss of money, injury, or harm.